Ciao, ciao, folks. This is Check the Tally Sports Podcast based out of Tallahassee, Florida. I am Marty Sinis, your host, and a recent graduate from Florida State University. And we will discuss relevant sports topics, but mainly basketball-related topics. For the first segment, I like to call this Check Out the Podcast. You ever visit somewhere on vacation and you stay in a hotel and the hotel give you a checkout time? Well, it's the same for this segment. If you put ice in your cereal, just check out. If you play NBA 2K My Player, just check out. If you have Kobe outside of your top five NBA greatest players ever, just check out. <laughs> this podcast is not for you. Just check out. Leave the premises ASAP. <laughs> Turn in your key. Check out. Next, we're going to do um, some winners and losers so far this season. My first winner of this season are the Bulls. 18-10 and 10 record. Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, Zach Levine, um, DeMar DeRozan, Billy Donovan as the coach are succeeding um, each and every game. They're thriving. Their defense is amazing. On-ball defense, team defense, help defense, all of the above. Um, Alex Caruso is the league leader in steals. Lonzo Ball is knocking down the tray ball like drinking water. DeMar DeRozan is still one of the best two-point scorers in the league. And when Zach Levine comes back, all-star potential. Crazy bounce, shoot the three, everything. Zach Levine, everybody knows Zach Levine is a straight bucket. So my first winner of the season are the Bulls. They are one of the top seeds in the East. And I do believe they can win the playoff series depending on the matchup because their defense are that good. Um, Next, we have the Nets. The Nets... Not our winners, not because they are the top seed in the East or Kevin Durant is having an MVP season. It's because the one and only Kyrie Irving is coming back to the NBA, coming to a gym near you only <laughs> because he cannot still play home games. He's a part-time NBA player. Um... Yeah, Kyrie Irving, one of the best, if not the best, ball handler ever to step foot on a basketball court. No one has his handle. No one has his layup package. One of the best guards in the league. I would probably go top two in the league when he's healthy after, obviously, Steph Curry. Um, But that's, that's up for debate. Kyrie Irving is one of the best ever, and they are winners just simply because he's coming back to help them play the rosters they had out there. The best player on the floor was Blake Griffin. (laughs) Blake Griffin was the best player (laughs) playing with Cam Thomas, one of the best rookies in the league. I do believe he's a solid player, but yeah, it's basically a G League team out there, so having him back is 
well needed and he provides a much needed um, fix for their team. And also, everyone's intrigued to see him play. We don't know if he's been putting the work, but obviously, Kyrie Irving, if you're going to be one of the best players ever, you probably have a good work ethic. So, I believe he's in shape and stuff. So, that's my second winner of the season till this date. Kyrie Irving and the next. Lastly, the Cavs. The Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavs. And Kuzma would call them the LeBron Cavaliers. (laughs) Kuzma said LeBron has made that franchise. And I cannot argue one bit. He won their only ring and probably their only ring ever. I don't think it would ever happen again. That just could be me, though. Evan Mobley is playing well as a rookie. Uh, has a chance to win Rookie of the Year. Jerry Allen, Darius Garland. In the beginning of the season, we all doubted them because they signed, like, 17 power forwards and centers. We were like, what are they doing? Like, they have Kevin Love, Jerry Allen, Evan Mobley drafted him. At one point, so I'm like, why are they signing so many people? I guess they wanted to clog the paint, protect the rim um, defensively, and and get out and put the ball in Darius Garland's hand. Unfortunately, Colin Sexton's out for the season. Ironically, they still are winning games without him, so I don't know if that makes him expendable. Um, but... Cleveland Cavaliers, the LeBron Cavaliers are definitely thriving. I don't think they will win a playoff series. I kind of treat them as Knicks from last year. Solid team, play good defense, can't really score the ball that that well. Um, you know, when a team lock in on them in the playoffs and only focus on them, they will see their flaws and exploit that. So I don't think they'll win a playoff series. That's just my opinion, though. I could be wrong. My only loser for this segment is the Lakers. Since the beginning of the season, everything has gone wrong for them. I am a Lakers fan. Unbiased, obviously. Unbiased. Unlike, you know, Shannon Sharper, the great, the great journalist. And, and players who cover the game, I have an unbiased opinion. I keep it real, and they are a loser. THT, Kendrick Nunn, Trevor Ariza all hurt before the season started. Couldn't get in the rhythm. Um, LeBron has missed some games. ADS missed some games. Everyone is in a health and safety COVID protocol, which we will talk about later. Um in the show so oh Malik Monk Dwight Howard Austin Reeves of the uh, of, of just some names that are missing right now Frank Vogel rotations and subs and, and, and style has not benefited the team at all by giving them a chance to even you know thrive or win games LeBron has not been that dominant figure we've all 
um, seeing him be for the last, what, 19 plus years. So the Lakers are definitely my losers at this point. I believe the season can be turned around after the All-Star break. Hopefully everybody begins to get healthy um, on their roster. Their, their defense has improved drastically. Last time I checked, they were number ninth in defense efficiency. So that's a plus. The offense is still stagnant at times. Russ and LeBron has has fitted well. I did not expect that so fast, but much room for improvement. The Lakers are my losers. At the end of the season, hopefully they can make a push for um, the championship, but they just got to make the playoffs at this point. 16-15, I believe, is their record, so they have a lot to um, build upon. And hopefully, after the All-Star break, usually LeBron teams um, improve drastically uh, at a faster rate than most teams. And they lock in for the season because they know the playoffs are around the way. So, the Lakers are my losers today. And my only losers of the season because the high expectations we all have for them and they have not lived up to that at all and sometimes it's hard to watch and one of the most embarrassing things as a fan when the Suns and Warriors um, game was put in place of the Lakers on ESPN that hurt my soul but that, that just showed the state that we are in at this point in time as a Laker organization need to get healthy need to get healthy get healthy Lakers that's it for that segment next one of my favorite segments it's called hit the unfollow button it's for all my millennials out there my Instagram experts hit the unfollow button and it's just a list of players I believe should hit the unfollow button because we all know we've all seen when players begin to distance themselves from their teams on social media, uh, we kind of uh, speculate that they want to leave uh, and they want to find a different home to play in. Even though these players haven't done this yet, I, in my opinion, believe it should happen. So the first one for me is Kevin Love. Kevin Love is making about $31 million this season. So I believe he, he, he doesn't want to give that up. So the only way it could happen is via trade. <laughs> uh, Kevin Love has a lot left in the tank, I believe. He's averaging around, what, 12 points this year, seven rebounds, two assists, shooting 42% from the field, which is not bad, but, like, he could help in the championship team. The Cavs aren't expected to win a championship, not even a little by anyone. I don't think, not even Cavs fans expect them to win the championship. So, I believe Kevin Love could help a team like the Lakers play the center for AD, stretch the floor, rebound, play good team, um, sound defense. Um, so, I believe Kevin Love should hit the unfollow button. 
uh, delete all those Cavs pictures. I'll follow the team <laughs> and get ready to, you know, help a championship contender. Next, we have the entire Pacers core. Uh, Miles Turner, Karis LeVert, Malcolm Brogdon, Sabonis. It was recently reported that the Pacers organization is looking to rebuild. And basically everyone is on the trade block in the right order, on the right, the right trade will land you one of their players. I think Miles Turner could help a every player on their uh, their core can help a championship team. Sabonis, All Star, obviously, he can create he 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 can be a, a number one, number two slash type player depending on the team around him. Um, Ma- um, Malcolm Brogdon, I kind of view him as a Drew Holiday. He's so underrated, um, offensively and defensively. Drew was traded uh, mid-season, I believe, last year, and then also helped the Bucks win a title, and then went on to play for Team USA. So Malcolm Brockney definitely could provide some of that to a championship team and help them get over the hump. One would say. Karis LeVert, I'm just happy that he's playing basketball or. You know, because he had a not an injury scare, but a health scare um, when he was traded from the Nets. And everybody knows he's a straight bucket, a walking bucket, a walking bucket with with no legs. He still walks. He can get a bucket any way you want him to. Kyrie Vert definitely could be a first option, if not a great third option. Second option, kind of compare him to Chris Middleton. So, that whole Pacers score definitely should hit the unfollow button for sure. Lastly, this is not even for basketball related <laughs> um, reasons. I just find this player very funny and fascinating. He's always in the news or the blogs, the headlines. <laughs> Tristan Thompson, it's just time to hit the unfollow button. Even you do it or the team. It's just time. It's time for it to happen. He's bounced around the league. Recently played for the Celtics. Um, can't can't stick anymore after the Cavs. Always in the headlines and not for his play, but for his personal life, one would say, his relationship life. He can't stay loyal to one team, just like he can't stay loyal to one woman. <laughs> but that's neither here or there. Trisha Thompson, hit the unfollow button, please. Please, please, please. Um, That's it for that segment. Uh, let me know if you guys enjoy it. Um, that segment, hit the unfollow button. Next. One question I think we all have watching the season this year. Are we headed back to the bubble? The NBA health and safety protocols with COVID has, the cases has has risen. Um, The amount of players have missed time. It's so bad. It's gotten to a point to where 
the NBA and NBPA have reportedly reached an agreement that will allow teams to sign one replacement player for every roster player who tests positive for COVID-19, um, per multiple reports. It will be required to sign a replacement player if they post two positive tests. And some of the notable players missing time right now, in my opinion, some of my favorite players, um, Kyrie Irving, Kendrick Nunn, Kevin Durant, the whole Lakers squad, Frank Vogel as a coach in health and safety protocols. He can stay in health and safety protocols <laughs> due to the um, coaching he have done over this season and even the last two seasons. So it's really hectic out there. I hope for the best with all these players that they stay healthy and whole and if we do go to back to the bubble I feel like the Lakers have a good chance because we won it last time we were there AD was a monster LeBron was unguardable we had the mental fortitude to withstand the ins and outs of being in a bubble and trap I guess so I would love to see the bubble happen, but it would not be a good fan experience because obviously fans wouldn't be able to go to the games. And just watching it without fans live is really boring, honestly. But like I said, me personally, it's fine because I focus more on the basketball itself. I like to really watch and see the schemes of the game and how players use their skill to score buckets and whatnot. So I would be... A big fan of it, but hopefully we do not go back to the bubble. And one of my last segments for today's podcast is uh, sleepers. It's where we pick one player at, on the collegiate level or professional level that's not in the NBA that we feel can contribute to an NBA team. Um. As soon as they are given the opportunity, uh, such such as like the likes of Alex Caruso, he's like the standard of that. Sorry, G League, Summer League, worked his way up a couple of years with the Lakers. Now end up getting a nice contract. And also, the Lakers have one right now, Austin Reeves, before his health and safety protocol. He was hitting game winners on primetime television. Um, So, yeah, my first ever sleeper on the podcast is Kamari Brown, 6'3 guard out of Georgia Southern University. Averages 10 points, 4 rebounds, and a couple of assists. The, The fun thing about Kamari, he has NBA athleticism. Given the opportunity, I believe he could win an NBA dunk contest. Um, he's that gifted of a jumper. Also, he shoots 50, 40, 90. And all the listeners who don't know what that is, is when you shoot 50% from the field, over 40% from the three, and over 90% from the free throw line, which is insane. Which is insane. It's like that's Steve Nash. Like I think, I know it's not a big deal in college because these guys are aren't playing them the the amount of games that an NBA player would. Like a Steve Nash who also did this in his career several times. 
Kamari Brown is definitely one of the ones that I would say is a sleeper and will contribute given the opportunity and just watching his film, the way he played defense, uh, the anticipation on the defensive and help defense on ball defense. Can shoot the three ball, rebound, block shots as a guard. So that's my sleeper. I know this is the first episode, but Stan Mill will be a new segment. Um, if you have any questions you would like to be featured on the podcast, send them in. You can email me at marisinish33 at gmail.com or you could uh, follow me and DM me at um, mo underscore reese 30, M O underscore R E E C E 30. On Instagram, follow me. I'll DM you back, feature your question. We're going to take the top five, answer your questions um, on the podcast. Some of my guests, mainly of the time, it will be just me. Um, so thank you guys for listening and have a great rest of your day.